0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome again to another podcast episode on series 12 that is to do with in depth, deeper conversations with regard to architecture education and architecture practice. Well, I am part of a Facebook group and there is a question posed to the group what is the one thing you would like to change in our profession and this um, and this group is about uh, architecture or architects so at first glance they will be talking about unpaid overtime exploit exploitive and having a business that Replies on it means your business is failing. Well, okay, that's very, that is to do with uh, exploitive. And there are issues on this um, popping up. Similar issues on exploitive. And um, things to do with maternity leave. and how short the maternity leave policies are in architecture compared to other industries. You can see the more um, the ones who concern the more of the female gender. And I I find that out as well being in practice, um, women who are over the age of thirty five there are less of them, and if they are, they're not married or they sorted out these issues of taking care of the children. So there's the issue of leave, and paternity leave in particular. Now somebody mentioned actual opportunities for women to design significant development projects. And at the same time, remarking by another, too many men. So this resonates with a earlier conversation at about 25 or even 20% of architects are women. And they have their own set of issues. There's another comment here which got a lot of likes. The entire profession needs to, pl- to place more monetary value on architects. Engineers are getting paid significantly higher wages and fees than architects. As someone with a master's degree and multiple layers, years of experience, I shouldn't be getting paid less than a fresh out of undergrad engineer. So they were saying that even the foreman or supervisor makes more money than those in the office. And they are very experienced people. 23 years experience with masters and 20 of it is specialized and less paid than... um, Yeah, then um, then a supervisor. So these things about value, value of the architect and people other than architects who are educated, surprised about the exams as being as hard as engineers. So there was this contradiction that the exams are harder, or as hard as engineers, but the pay, the pay is less than engineers. Another one that get love likes is architects taking the time to properly educate clients on realistic timelines and realistic fees giving themselves the proper amount of time and compensation to complete projects. And somebody reflected that this is a big dilemma. Education of the the clients regarding realistic timelines and realistic fees. It's all about connection and building their relationship, the architect-client relationship. And both will respect each other and um, a certain amount of work from uh, done by and um, to the project. Obviously, the architect's being paid for, but the architect needs to be recompensated. Well, better work-life balance for all. And because this is based in the United States, the suggestion that the AIA include language in the Code of Ethics, requiring salary transparency and equitable advancement for women, and minorities in the profession, much in the same way they now have rule 2.401 stating that members shall make reasonable efforts to inform the clients of the potential environmental impacts, consequences which, which may occur as a result of work performed by the client. Here again, we have better pay and benefits aligned with those offered in engineering and tech. I'm only reading the one one with likes, because those are obviously the ones that interest people in terms of the comments. Another one is time management and appropriate compensation, again. Compensation within the firm. Again, we're talking about pay transparency, and this one gets a lot of likes. This is extremely important because of the gender wage gap and also when asking for raises. I'm leaving my current company because they're not only drastically under market, but they're hiring people with less experience for more. They're trying to claim by the title I have that I'm at AIA level, but I showed them regionally I'm not. If I'm licensed with nine years of experience, I'm doing the roles of the position noted, pay me that rate. The licensure shouldn't be undermined or ignored. Undermined or ignored. Coworkers talk too. We know each other's pay now. It shouldn't be taboo. Also, stop with the salary nonsense everywhere. Should be hourly with the OT overtime demands it keeps companies accountable also the expectation that overtime is required or normal i'm moving to a company that does this because it means i have the risk to request overtime and keeps me accountable to my deadlines too lastly the idea that you have to be physically present to collaborate Collaboration needs to be interne- intentional. I shouldn't have to exhaust myself because someone doesn't want to get on a 5 minutes phone call or text me. Let's plan for times and days. People work differently so long as the job gets done and well. Who cares? Gosh. Yeah, okay. And lots of people are agreeing to this. And somebody's commented based on this. My first job in architecture was paid hourly and not allowed to go 40 hours per week. This forced me to learn to increase my productivity instead of increasing my hours. It was an invaluable skill that allowed me to work incredibly hard and then clock out at 5 p.m. or 3 p.m. if I got in really early and not risk burnout. Important points indeed and much of this the right amount of pay the, the felt justified the way the employee has been compensated especially with regards to overtime and the routines and how to be much more efficient much more productive um, in working out through the day, and this is something that the company bosses would need to think about or make sense of, make a policy and make it known, make it transparent, everybody knows and seemingly fair, how they see the job is done, how they they value what behavior they value, because everybody is kind of like in the same, the same sort of skills. After a while, after a certain time, everybody is having the same sort of skills. But the policies and the ways managed by the companies, directors, would give a better satisfaction and the way people don't have to think too much about these things and they concentrate on the job and make all of them happy. Someone said, I was fired from my last position for sharing my salary amount with peers. I can't believe that. That's illegal says somebody else here too. Yeah, they have a lot of discussion on this. Very interesting discussion on the unfairness or the, um, how it's being being uh, addressed. Somebody is saying that the firm they worked in started Making position titles and their pay ranges known makes a huge difference when someone goes to ask for a promotion or raise, helps everyone know what they're working towards, and helps leadership understand if someone is meeting expectations. Definitely should be standard for any corporation with more than 50 employees. Yeah, the pay range, certainly. I mean... I work in a university and we know of, of the pay ranges. Okay, we can go on to the details of it. And there are a lot of this, which is bordering on taking people's time away from their weekends. Okay, I I shared that this causes part of the concerns with regard to architecture practice, Um, the underlying concerns. Um, They could lead to burnout, anxiety, stresses and um, depression Um, with employees getting stressed out and so on. Some people could work on the same job, but if they were happy, then why not? Yet, some people, they feel that they could move forward, but they, they're stuck. The topic for today is on the problems one face in architectural practice and in particular, this one raised issues of how the profession could be better by their own accord, by their own situation. Much of the concerns in this Facebook group is to do with Workplace environment situation that is um, not helping, such as what I've mentioned just now, and um, even something that is to do with the decision making um, and what people think about the decision making that i make like for example alternate careers due to changing life circumstances like having a baby and feeling that the person is feeling that they have been taken advantage of in the last job and thinking of an amazing opportunity to take a big leap and try other things. And drained of all things corporate architecture. There are quite a number of people who do express getting out of corporate architecture and all the stresses related to it. Trying out something else. One could be self-employed. And do something related to architecture, um, and having more control. So yes, in conclusion, um, I did post this search that I did with Chat GPT, and I asked the question. What do you know about women women in architecture, and it says women have historically been underrepresented in the field of architecture? Recent studies have shown that only 20 to 25% of United States licensed architects are women. And I know that's where the stats came from. From the chat GPT. Licensed architects Uh, Furthermore, less than 10% of American Institute of Architect award recipients are women. So they quoted who have been um, recipients of the award. And um, then I ask, are mental health issues prevailing in architecture amongst women? And it says, research has shown that mental health issues are Highly prevalent in the field of architecture, especially among female architects. Studies have found that women are more likely to suffer from depression and anxiety than male counterparts, often due to a combination of gender-based discrimination, working long hours, and high physical demands of the profession. Um, Additionally, women... Endofield architecture frequently experiences stress due to gender specific expectations put forth by colleagues and clients. I wasn't really sure exactly what that means. A lot of people have um, commented that they felt it's true and it reflects the situation. This was done before the ones that I com- commented earlier in this podcast. Yeah, somebody mentioned about the high physical demands, and I, I said um, uh, possibly it's about site supervision, but but that's just a discussion. And there was a comment that uses similar um, Chat GPT. And the person quoted that the, what she got from uh, searching the chat GPT is, there has been a significant increase in the number of women in the field of architecture in recent years. Despite this progress, women continue to face challenges and barriers to entering and advancing in the profession. Um, studies have shown that women in architecture are underrepresented in leadership positions and are often paid less than their male counterparts. Additionally, women in the field have reported experiencing discrimination and harassment on the job. So, there are several organizations dedicated to supporting and promoting the advancement of women in architecture. These organizations often provide resources and networking opportunities for women in the field and advocate for policies and practices that support gender equity in the profession. It is important to continue efforts to increase the representation and support of women in architecture in order to create a more diverse and inclusive profession seems to be a very important discussion when we talk about architecture practice and the roles um, and challenges that women have to face in architecture practice this podcast episode was meant to go into deeper into a particular topic using conversations using quotes from chats and eventually form some sort of um, outline to interview people in the profession who would talk candidly, honestly, about this topic. And I will be looking for people wanting to talk about this topic and this will greatly help those who are in their mid level or mid-career architects learning from their peers or learning from those before them those who actually manage other people and we want the podcast to be very relevant to architecture, education, and practice. So I'm happy to share these snippets and quotes um, and giving them here verbally for us to think about and maybe we can get the bottom of more discussion on this. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good day.